Welcome to episode two of the Hop Edition's commercial beers review, starring me, Chris, and my fine, heavily follicled fellow, Mr. Owen Puckett. In the broom cupboard. In the broom cupboard. Unfortunately, Ed the Duck is not with him. Or Gordon the Gopher. Or Gordon the Gopher. What were those two called that ended up getting zig and zag? Zig, yeah, yeah. They were like Zig Channel 4, Zag. weren't they? Were they breakfast, the breakfast, no, what were they on? The Big Breakfast. The Big Breakfast, yeah. Do you remember that? That's what they were on. Because it had Chris Evans on, didn't it? Yeah. The Big Breakfast at yeah. the start. Yeah, it was awesome. I really enjoyed The Big Breakfast. It was good. Anyway, um, so what we're going to do today is, because it's so late, it's literally, it's 20 to 10 at the moment, even though for some reason chat on YouTube thinks I said 20 to 9. I would never do something so stupid. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to do a quick one beer review. It should last a while, maybe half an hour, 40 minutes, something like that. And we're just going to have a beer. We're going to talk about the beers. We're going to explain the beers that we're drinking. And then literally we're just going to leave. We're just going to be pandas. We're going to eat, shoot and leave. We're done. All right? We're That's done. The- one beer. Panda... Pandas are the worst things in bed ever. They just eat shoots and leaves. So, um, Owen, <laughs> what's been going off with you over the last week, man? Come on, let's. We'll we'll have a little bit of interpret. What have you been doing over the last week, oh, bud? man? It's been a mixed bag. The little boy has uh, started school today. The little man. Yeah, the little man. He's he's uh, he's going to be five on Saturday, or is it oh, Sunday? Wow. Sunday, in fact. And he started school today, so he did a little half day this morning. So it's been an interesting week, just a bit of a bit of a strange one. But uh, I had an interesting uh, chili sauce incident earlier today. That was fun. <laughs> I know Harmon Brewing will know all about that. Uh, and um, and yeah, now I'm having a beer with you, so it's all good. It's all good. You do um, realise I've got a fairly major problem right now in that I've no idea where my e-cig is. Um, well, you must have had it in the last 20 minutes. I have, definitely. It's just... Because I'm fairly certain it, it's never more than three metres from your human body at any one time. No, it's really not. And I'm I'm, I'm freaking out right now because I don't know where it is. Keep talking, man. Cover, cover, cover. <laughs> cover time. Uh, so what else has been going on? I uh, did some brewing on Saturday. We had the live brew day. Uh, that was really good fun. Uh, although not a great turnout um, for this event. It was probably the poorest turnout I have seen since we started. It. So it's um, that was a bit, a bit weak. I'm not too sure why uh, so few people turned out. Especially given as the recipe was actually a pretty good one. It was the Pale Fire by what brewery is that i can't help you on this one yeah chat will help me out um i didn't i didn't brew it i'm waiting i'm waiting for the chat we're on a lag come on chat do your thing someone's gonna tell me come on chat pressure drop pressure drop thanks Dewey. um yeah, and hardly anyone turned up. But actually, I'd been at 
Stewie's uh, the night before with uh, Graham Hughes and uh, Brett Harmon uh, having a bit. Uh, we were supposed to be helping Stewie uh, get his B80 fired up for the first time. Uh, Did that happen? It didn't happen. There were some unforeseen preparation challenges. We stared at him. In other words, he didn't have a B80. He did have a B80. We took the lid off. I don't think he did. We stared at it for a bit and we decided to get pissed instead. (laughs) And pissed did we get. Uh, Oh, I bet you did. Which was, no, it was great fun. It was great to meet. I'd met Graham at uh, London Craft Beer Festival, but it was really good to meet Brett and Stewie. Uh, and again, just sort of that whole, like, I know you guys, we've chatted before, uh, but it's just nice to actually meet you in person. We had a great night. Um, and just Is Brett as short as I think he is? About 5'8"? Uh, I don't think Brett's that short, no. Um, he always strikes me as a bit stumpy. Kind of like a road bollard. <laughs> bald on top. <laughs> you know. Sorry, sorry, Brett. I apologise for my co-hosts. Uh, it's fine. I've never met the guy, so you know I've got nothing to go on. <laughs> no, Brett is absolutely lovely. He's a he's a true gentleman. Uh, no, you see, Graham's corrected me. Apparently, he's five foot two. He's five. It, it turns out he's five foot two. I just didn't want to make it a thing. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> five foot nine and a half. Yeah, and that half's very important, right, Brett? <laughs> Yeah, it's almost a bit like... Hashtag stumpy. It's almost a bit like Chris's 6-1 and 3 quarters. 6-1 and a half, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. That's when, that's when I've got the Cuban heels on. Yeah, more like stilettos. Um, anyway. I look good in a pair of stilettos, mate. I've got a banging set of calves, I have. So we had, uh, we had an awesome time down on uh, Barry Island, or Hailing Island. Uh, with Stewie and uh, we had a curry and uh, his wife Karen treated us to an amazing fry up in the morning which I think sorted me right out and then I got home and then straight onto the live brew day and uh, I actually ended up brewing a sort of a <laughs> the best of beers where you're literally writing the recipe like whilst the whilst the uh, the liquor's warming up <laughs> Absolutely, like, those are the best. You're like, mm, what am I going to do? So anyway, I decided that um, when I brewed the, um, what did I do last time? The sour, the uh, the goes, the triple fruit goes. Yeah. I left when I racked the beer onto the keg. I decided I'd leave uh, the troop and the yeast and all the fruit. Right, fucking troop, troop, trub. 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 All right. And all the fruit, bearing in mind that was best part of like 20 odd quid's worth of fruit in there. I decided <laughs> to just leave it in the firmzilla and I just put the pressure relief valve back on and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to waste that 20 quid's worth of fruit. I'm going to, I'm probably going to brew again at some point and I'm just going to rack straight onto that yeast cake. So I decided to do um, like a, that creme brulee sour that we talked about in the last commercial pod. Four cans. Yeah. I've got four cans. Have you? From Omnipolo? I've got four cans. No it cost me 30 quid. Way. Did you order them directly from Denmark? No, I've ordered them from beer merchants. Fucking getting on it right now. No, they're out, mate. They're out. Oh, I went on to buy son some. Son of a bitch. So there's you a can't woman tell at work. Me that. Called... 
My my boss at work, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names or anything, right? But I told her about this beer and she's like, Well if you can get some, get me some cans. I'm like, No problem, I'll have a look now. So I jumped straight on beer merchants and as I got on there they had one left. Wow. So I'm like looking around trying to see if they had any alternative because they've done many different variations of that. Yeah, no, sour. we talked about that last time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah the, and yeah. I'm look whilst I'm looking around, I hadn't added it to my basket, and I went back to add it to my basket, and it was gone. And I'm like, mother trucker, this uh, is no bueno. Deve, they're out. That's done. That's Deve. Um. So yeah, I, did, I might have to order some more because those four cans are already gone. I decided to try and kind of brew a version of that because I think actually the version that we had, it literally just said it was a creme brulee fruit sour. It didn't say what fruit was in there, but I sense like it was probably like apricot or peach. It was blueberry as well. There was definitely mango, blueberry in there. Something like it. It, it wasn't blackberry, you know. No. Right. So I was like, right, okay, um, what do I need to get in there? So I ended up going for like a, a reasonably decent amount of biscuit malt because I wanted to just try and achieve kind of like a bit of a like a sort of biscuity base, a buttery biscuit base. Uh, <laughs> That's a great remix on YouTube, <laughs> by the way. Buttery biscuit base. Um and then I was Thanks, like, Greg. and then I chucked, and then I chucked in some some dextrose because I wanted to get the fully sour yeast going because I wanted some. Don't tell me, was there some lactose in there as well? There was some lactose in there. I figured there would be. So it's either going to be one cataclysmic fucking mess, or <laughs> it's going to be absolutely amazing. But I did actually decide. I I actually ended up pitching packet of verdant yeast into it so my concern is, right. is that the uh the philly sour won't have actually done its thing and maybe maybe so basically you've made a franken beer yeah I've, I've just i've i was hung over what can i say franken beer sounds good man do you know something it'll be the best beer you've ever made and you'll have no fucking <laughs> idea how to recreate it <laughs> that's what it'll be hmm. yeah Absolutely, that's how um, it always turns out. So I so I bittered the beer with um, Columbus Tetnang. <laughs> good lord, <laughs> Tetnang! Oh my god! Yeah, did you use did you use Magnum for a aroma? <laughs> I just went, I just went with a really low level of bitterness, just sixty Citrus. bit addition. That's all it was. Um. Dry hopped with 800 grams of sugar. <laughs> I am thinking about, I am going to try it and I'm going to see whether it needs dry hopping. My concern is that it's just going to come out as like, a, it no, it's not going to be sour at all. So I'm going to just end up with a really, I'm going to end up with a milkshake. It's not, Something. it's not even going to be a milkshake IPA. It's just going to be a milkshake Pilsner, a, a Belgian I don't know what I'm I've telling made. you, it's going to be awesome. It's gonna be, That's what it's, it's going to be. It's going to be a fucking mess. Oh, well. Anyway, there you go. Bottom line, you live and you learn. Yeah. And, you know, there's no such thing as failure. So that was uh, that was the last week. That was the last week. Outstanding. For me. It's been a good week, actually, on reflection. 
Well, um, just to follow on from that, I didn't get to brew on the live brew day because my missus had to go to a fucking baby shower. Yeah. Um, it's not yours. The only it's thing not was, yours, is it? Uh, mate, it can't be. Dust. <laughs> um, the, um, the only thing worse than a baby shower is a gender reveal party. Because, like, nobody gives a shit. Um, but the, um, the, the baby shower was 11 till 3, which kind of killed me for the entire day. Um, so what I did was on the Sunday, I kegged my Kolsch, which I've made, uh, using a recipe from a Belgian, uh, not Belgian, from a German brewery, which was nicked by a Belgian fellow and basically put up on BrewTube. Um, sorry, Chris, and is that... Is that a Kolsch or a Kolsch-style beer? It's a Kolsch-style beer. Yeah, clearly, uh, yeah. I am in Wakefield, not Cologne. Yeah. But I don't care about that shit. So the Kolsch... We don't want to get sued. Made, so, yeah. We're not going to get sued. You know? The, the, my mind was in Cologne when I did it. If, if it makes you feel any better, I was wearing Paco Rabanne. All right. <laughs> No, it doesn't actually. But <laughs> does that get me any closer? Th- thanks, thanks for the image. Yeah, um, oh, the uh, the beer turned out so well, so unbelievably well, that what I actually did was uh, sat down on what day are we on now? Thursday. On Tuesday night, I sat in my shed, decided I was going to talk to a few mates. And drank six pints of it. Nice. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Then, was it good then? It was. It was decent. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to send it out on beer mail. It's not. I mean, it's fucking amazing to be fair. Which is why I'm not going to send it out on beer mail. But um, a- the beer is just. It's crisp. It's light. It's wonderful. It's it's it's, it's a stunner of a beer. And to be fair, it's the first call I've made in three and a half years. Is it? Yeah, literally the first call I've made in three and a half years. So I thought, you know what? Go big, go home, do it right. So I did it right. It's got the right yeast on it. It's a wonderful, wonderful pint. Uh, and I'm going to make sure I save at least half a keg for October. So you guys can just come up and smash the crap out of my kegs. What uh, what yeast did you use? I used uh, the Kolsch yeast from White Labs. One sec. Let me see if I've still got Brewfather open. I don't think I have. You know that's uh, you know that's not specific enough for me, Chris. WLP zero two nine, which is the German ale or Kolsch yeast. Um, it has been lagering since Sunday. It's almost clear. It's almost cleared up, wow. which I just love. Um, I did cold crash it for four days. Did you find it? Um, did I fuck? I'm not a cheat. I don't use liquid lagering like some members of our podcast crew, <coughs> Andy. Um, <coughs> tricky. Uh, I just give it the time that it needs. I'm surprised. I allow it. To... I'm surprised you didn't use Uber. Well, I was going to, <laughs> but I just happened to have some of the cold cheese in. Amazing. Um, and I did that, and I mean, it turned out absolutely stunning, to be fair, and it's a beautiful beer, and it's another one to add to my standard line of beers of Alt Beer Marzen. 
and Kolsch. I've basically got two taps to put weird beers you've on. Got, you've got like the perfect little triangle of of German yeah. beers. And they, right they suit my palate. I've also got an APA on at the minute, which is uh, so what we, what we Amarillo and Azaka. Oh, well, yeah. And I did I did hear that you were breaking out into... I did. To some, I did. Some, I mean, this is un, unheard of, isn't it, Chris? It is. And to be fair, it's a stunning pint as well, but it needs a week to calm down. It's still a little bit green and burny. Um, the 600 gram dry hop might have done that to be fair um, but it's it's nice it's a lovely pint um, sorry, so I've sorry got two... 600 gram dry hop yeah wow okay that's a that's a strong effort I mean I just I've got 12 and a half kilos of hops in the fridge in the freezer that I need to use up <sighs> yeah I'm probably in a similar situation I may as well just start throwing in like you know two and a half kilos of hops into yeah. each beer like why not my, my issue they've got my go. issue with this my issue with the 600 gram dry hop was the bastard drank half my beer <laughs> I only got 17 litres into the keg uh, out of a 23 litre bag. As we discussed the other day, yeah, the, there's this. Just thought there's it was a, a bit there's harsh. a saturation point, isn't there? Well, yeah. yeah. Saturation talking, being the Talking word. of cultures, I had Graham Hughes' Cali Common that he gave, he gave me actually when we were down at Stewie's on Saturday. And boy, was that good. So I need to put Cali Common on. The brew list because that was, uh, and I mean, but which this, yeast did he use this for the Cali Common? This thing was just crystal clear, like just insanely clear. Really? Yeah. You remember that? As clear as the. You remember that beer you got from John Pollock, and it might have been oh, yes. the American pale lager that he did. Yeah, his his version of Bud. Yeah, it was just like you know, like a glass of water, basically, it was just. Slightly yellow water. Yeah, this was just slightly orange water. It was just oh, sounds amazing. It was so good. So chops to uh, chops to Graham because that was some good effing brewing on that beer. So um, it was a banger. Yeah. Anyway, aren't we supposed to be let's, talking about let's, commercial beers or something? Yeah. How far in are we? Because we've done our usual oh twenty minute intro. Yeah. Right. Come on then. Anyway. I'm gonna pour mine. Because y'all might be able to recognise what it is from the pour. I think I can recognise it just from the type of bottle. Right, so... Oh, no, Trub. Oh, no! Oh, Devo. Fuck my life. All good flavour, mate. I can't, I can't believe I was, I'm going to be shitting like a trooper tomorrow. <laughs> right, so this is supposed to be clear... Um, instead I've turned it into a Hefeweizen. Um, so this is... you got a turbid sour. This is Vault City Brewing's Raspberry Sour. I picked this one up in Tesco's. I've been saving it because I've been drinking everybody else's sours. So Luke Stevens sent me one, which was beautiful. Um, Richard Brooks sent me one, which was phenomenal. Uh, I got sent one by someone else, which was equally as good. Uh, and I want to see a commercial version and see whether or not they differ very much. So, the last one that I drank was Richard Brooks. And 
I have to say, I really enjoyed Richard's one because it was a perfect blend between fruit sour and sour, if you get what I mean. It was really, really nice. But this is a very poor, terrible, shocking poor of a Vault City beer. So let's give it a go. Some of their beers, what, are they bottle conditions? Mm. It would appear so. Or is that literally just sediment that's just dropped out? It may well just be bits of raspberry. It could, considering, it you know, could be, mate. Yeah. That may, be bits that may actually be how it's supposed to be poured. It may well be. And it might just not be that I'm a cack and a twat. Well, it looks like some this, sort of raspberry smoothie IPA that you're drinking right now. It's not as sour as Richard Brooks. I, just that sound that you went... Like, you can't even... Like, that told me everything. <laughs> Review done. <Yeah. laughs> so it is. You can only make that sound after drinking a sour. It's true. It's like your tongue this. swells up and goes... And makes that slapping sound. The, um, the raspberry flavour from this is amazing. It's really, really nice. Very clear raspberry. I mean, this has definitely got bits of fruit in this. The sourness isn't massively overwhelming. The fruit, the sweetness from the fruit is masking the sourness quite well. Um, yeah, I need to go to Tesco's and buy some more of these. That's rather nice. Yeah, I need to get down to decent Tesco's actually and check out their craft beer. It's not overly offering. strong. It's only 5%. Yeah. It's, a, it's only a 5%, which means it's rather nice. And it, it's in a smaller bottle as well. Um, it says in the ingredients, in order of, like, amount, water, obviously, <laughs> malted barley, quite care, and then raspberry, before wheat, followed by oats, hops, and yeast. So, this ain't no gluten-free offering, but this is really rather pleasant. How sour would you be talking? Um, Give me a pH. I reckon around about five, 4.8 to 5. Really? So quite mild then. Based off of the fact that there's a lot of sweetness coming from the raspberry, it may well be hiding it. But I don't think the hydrogen ion concentration is very high at all. There's a lot of body to that beer, though, weirdly enough. Yeah, you see, I'd say, for me, there's like a little sweet spot of a sour. But I guess it's, it is, you're quite right, it's a lot about perception, isn't it? Right. Oh, absolutely. It's about yeah. balance and that sort of thing. But I remember I made that passion fruit sour that I think came in at... Fucking epic. Came, it came in at like 3.2 or 3.4 or something. It was, it was pretty sour. As I remember, um, that was a beautiful. I reckon. Beautiful I reckon three point eight to four is about the right. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere between three eight and four two, just strikes me as being the perfect like bob on spot for a sour. Hmm. It's not going to turn your face inside out, and you're still going to be able to taste some stuff. Yeah. You reckon? I reckon that's that's the sweet spot. 
So, Vault City knocking it out of the park on the Sours. I've had three of theirs now, and all three have been absolutely banging. So, I'm I'm not even going to... Right, go and buy some of this. It's a good beer. Highly recommended. Top notch. I think it... I th- good body, good fruit flavour, good sourness. Yeah, um, I'll... Um... I think I might even take a little trek down Tesco next time I need to fill the fridge. Probably be cheaper than going to like beer merchants or Honest Brew or whatever oh, yeah. I do. Well, yeah. Um, Anything's cheaper than Honest Brew though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's hype, isn't it, really? Um, Don't believe the hype. I took I took a beer to Stewie's the other day that... Um, the guys were complaining that sort of ruined the session a bit, but I ended up taking the uh, some sort of um, that spontaneous barrel aged sort of sour beer that was in a big seven fifty mil bowl, uh, which I thought was actually amazing. And um, I think when we were talking about sort of how sour a beer can be, is uh, I don't know, once you start to get into that sort of realm of beers, actually, I think I quite like a little bit more sour. But one thing I absolutely love is just the funk. Like, I absolutely love funky beers. The horse hair. Yeah, I like... Tasting a bit goaty. Which, like, clearly is like, you know, I really like the bread, the the. the the Brettanomyces <laughs> is the thing that gets well, you that funk. Judging um, by the chat, Brett really likes you too. Because he said that your lambic was lovely. My lambic. It was a lambic. Um, and it was lovely. And it was a lambic conditioned with <laughs> honey. The acid reflux all night was not very nice. Uh, yeah, well, thankfully, he had some Alka-Seltzer, which uh, he obviously sorted himself in out in the night, and it sorted me out in the morning. So uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the excess. Brett, yeah. appreciate that. Sounds good. The Alka-Seltzer Sounds was... Uh, I need to get some Alka-Seltzer in, actually. That was absolutely magic. It tastes like shit, but you smash it and it's great. Oh yeah. Anyway, what am I drinking? We've done we've done the raspberry. Clearly, you're drinking. You, I mean, there's empty bottles at the side of you that everybody can see. So, what are you drinking tonight? Yeah, what have I drink so, drunk so far? I've had a pilsner from a Polish brewery, which was very nice, but had a lot of pearl, as Chris and I discovered, which perhaps I'm not. So, if if anyone drinks a pilsner, and you think it tastes a lot like those tiny French stubbies. Or tastes like, if you're in our sort of age range, tastes like beers when you were like trying lager as a kid. It turns out that that's Pearl. Yeah. Which actually I'm, I think I've concluded I'm actually not a massive fan of. <laughs> you see, for me, Pearl and Saz in a Pilsner is literally the only hot combo to go you to. You could probably do that, but I think I prefer Saz over Pearl. Pearl at the front end, Saz at the late. Yeah, I think I could probably dig that. Pearl to bit. But if you just go flavor. too big on the pearl, it's just that that bit was too big on the pearl. Then, Do you know the worst one? People who go tetnang late. Really? That's just wrong. Tetnang late is wrong. Dirt, if you ask me, I, I nah, mate. It's too spicy. It tastes like you're eating rocket. 
<laughs> I like rocket. It does. It's weird. I don't. Not in beer. <laughs> a rocket flavored beer. I dry hopped to a rocket. Um, and then I drank an Overtone beer, which was Citra um, Emo. What's Emo? Mosaic. Emo. Mosaic Galaxy. Citra Mosaic Galaxy. 6%. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, I sculled half of it after Chris and I decided that impromptu we did do a, uh, a quick podcast. Spontaneous so that podcast. Went quick. So I decided to go grab another can, which is also Overtone, which is their Mosaic Oat Cream. Yeah, wow. so that's what I'm going to review. So this is a, a 6.6%, uh, assumably like a, a heavy oat IPA, primarily hopped with mosaic. Um, Have you noticed how I hit 5% and Owen can't get much below 65 Yeah, no, I struggled. I mean, in fairness, I went 5. 5 point... No, this was 6, and then went 6.6. So... And, and he'll have at least a pint of a 14.8 put him to bed. <laughs> the, yeah, this is just the warm-up. So um, it says, Our eight cream beers are brewed with oats and lactose for a sweet, cre- creamy mouthfeel. This is dominated by mosaic hops for a huge tropical flavours and notes of sweet berries. And it is absolutely delightful. It's like, it's just pillowy. So I'm like... Compared to the last commercial pod we did, Chris, I've got back more into my wheelhouse with this beer. Oh, you dinging your dong. I am, yeah. And it is... Um, I'm a little bit blocked up for some reason, but... That bit of COVID. You are definitely getting a good berry, a berry note on there, which is, I think, actually sometimes a little bit rare with mosaic. I think it's mm. it's a sign of really good quality mosaic. Um, sometimes, Hand-picked. sometimes I think you actually tend to just get a good bit of like sweaty gym sock with mosaic more than you do like a nice berry hint, and it can get a bit dank on do you. You get blueberry from mosaic. You can. I think that's like the real pinnacle of mosaic. Is like. I think it was like 2017 mosaic that was like really heavy blueberry. It was, it was absolutely geeks. yeah. When you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> that year that was a stellar year, Twi- a stellar year. For 2017 mosaic. was a wonderful year. Mm. <laughs> yes, I remember that year well. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a stellar year that that year for mosaic. Uh, everyone talks about was it 2016 was it, uh, galaxy was it? in the freezer yeah um but yeah not very much you get a lovely tropical blueberry thing going on in the nose and as you can imagine you know it's 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 about as opaque as you can probably get without it looking like yogurt so it doesn't look like too creamy which is good um and it tastes just like drinking a cloud if i'm honest you want isn't it Mm. Mm. Is it is it banging the gong? Mm. It's like it's just mouth filling off the bat. It runs on into this 
lovely tropical fruit note that opens out then to a kind of a ever so slight slight bitterness lovely brew blueberry tropical forage of delightness um i'm sorry you're you're clearly not reading the brewers anonymous chat because brett has given himself a new nickname (laughs) brett the bollard (laughs) that's a great i think that will stick i think that one's forever now that one isn't it uh yeah, you quite. We need to stop a car. Somebody get Brett. <laughs> Brett, Brett, there's a car in the way. We need this car to not move. Brett, stand in front of it. They'll think you're a bollard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shine on his head that gets me every time. Ah, he's a great guy. I love Brett. Anyway, um, yeah. Really enjoying that, and and actually, these are the first few beers that I've actually had from Overtone. And uh, I know um, Andy raves about Overtone, and quite rightly, because the beers I've had from them so far have been absolutely banging, really, really solid. Really, yeah, solid. Andy was. Um, I think Andy's got shares in Overtone, hasn't he? But uh, I. I want shares and overtone. Fair play to them, man. I mean, if they're kicking out some banging beers. I mean, I've got to admit, that one that you're drinking with the light in the way that it is, it literally looks like you're taking a piss and drinking Umbongo. I mean, it is. It, it's got that colour. It, it probably looks a little more orange on the camera than it actually is. Um, But it is just straight fruit juice. I wouldn't say I, I pick up an avert amount of lactose in that beer. Um, I think they've they've achieved that balance really well, which is always the risk with lactose. I'm, I am not a fan of milkshake IPAs. So milkshake, despite my confession that I've probably brewed one on Saturday, <laughs> which is my worst nightmare. I fucking hate milkshake IPAs. They're just they're sweet, unbalanced proper bullshit right they're not in my opinion really a very nice beer i might i mean say it how you feel i mean say it i might exclude uh fake talaska from arbor that's a good beer yeah like i might exclude that but otherwise milkshake ipas are shit but these guys have uh if they've used lactose, they've used very little, and I think they've nailed that with the good whirlpool that has created at least a good level of bitterness just to balance the beer, and it's very very nice. And I'm pleased I'm drinking do re- it. Do you remember our conversation with the two lads from Arbor at the beer festival? Um, you, you might have to <laughs> might have to jog my memory on that one. Is that is that a no? I know I do. I do remember talking to Arbor. I remember giving them some stickers, and I remember talking about their um, Talus beer. Talus in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I the conversation that we had with them basically went something along the lines of, "Do you want to come on our podcast?" Yes. Send us an email. 
and then we just basically spent 20 minutes gushing over every fucking one of their beers. And the one that you talked about, weirdly enough, at that point was Faked Alaska. You said that it was a really, really good beer in a style that you weren't very keen on. Yeah. And then Tricky arrived and the word tits and lads and beer just got said a lot. And then a bunch of other people turned up and we started throwing fridge uh, fridge magnets all over everything. Um, but I've still got the business card. I've, I've yet to send an email. I, really I don't need to remember get it done. any of that. <laughs> but it sounds yeah. fun. But the um, what we actually asked them, the, the point that I'm getting to after all the preamble and the foreplay and the blowjobs and everything was um, I asked them about their talus in Wonderland and I said to them, look, there's a lot of breweries here that seem to have come up with some kind of bastard son of a recipe that they already had with a different hop combination and just kind of thrown it out there, which a lot of the juicy Nieper breweries tend to do. I said, how many... Um, oh, Joost is in the chat, and he's actually in Germany near Tetnang. How, how is how's the German beers, Joost? I presume they're amazing because he's in Germany. Um, he'll tell us. But the, uh, the Talos in Wonderland recipe that they had, the one that they actually finally decided to release was the fifth iteration. Oh. So they'd brewed five versions or four versions of it previous and obviously got one that they liked and then brewed one on the big kit, let's say. Oh, so they did, you know, they, they effectively did trial volumes. Yes. It must be a great place to work, Arthur. I I almost clearly, like, wish I lived in Bristol. Clearly, their pilot kit must be at least I don't hundred liters, right? Oh yeah. So there's so they've made four hundred liters of beer, which probably was pretty good. Oh yeah, but not quite as good as they wanted. Where do you think that hundred liter? Where do you think that four hundred liters of beer came? I guess it went straight into corny kegs and home with everybody who works there. Mm. Because what you can't really do anything else with it, can you? Well, I mean, like I guess you could put it on keg in your tap room. You could. That's not a bad shout. Right. They probably did that as well. I understand Arbor's got quite an impressive tap room. It may be worth a trip to Bristol. Done. Let's book it. 2022. Let's do it. So in 2022, based on the conversations that we've had on this podcast, we're going to Germany. Uh, we're going to Bristol. Yeah. And we're going to Scotland. Yeah. Okay, sold. I mean, I'm there. Done. Three weekends without the kids, bonus. I, I did. I, I liked the guys from Arva. They were they were they were cool guys. They were they were very cool. Um, I chatted to the guy from. They do they do a brewery tour, don't they? Well, guess guess on it. I'm pretty sure they do a brewery. Do tour. you reckon we could do like a sort of craft beer craft beer style vlog? We could do that. I think that with the power of the Microsoft Surface. I'm pretty sure we could do anything. We could we could do a live podcast from uh Arbor's tap room. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst getting battered. Standard. Yeah. Absolutely. Well we're gonna be doing a live one from um the oh Wild Child Open Day. 
Yes. Absolutely. That'd be fun. Yeah, we're gonna take the uh, we're gonna take the tablet. I'm gonna speak to Kia, get him to let us on his Wi-Fi, and uh, we'll just bosh one up on uh, with a single camera and a built-in microphone uh, <laughs> on on audio audio quality second to none. Audio could be challenging. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna do it. We're definitely gonna do something while we're there. Um, so rank your beer out of ten, mate. Um, I'm gonna give it a good solid eight out of ten. Now. This is almost gone. Mine's gone. I've been nursing this whilst you've been talking. Yeah. I would say that this... I, I mean, I'm giving it a two for the poor because the poor was shit. But for pure flavour, I'm going to give this a solid 6.8. It's a good beer. A six. You could do with being a little bit more sour. Could do with being a little bit more sour. Well, hang on, you just recommended people to buy it. Absolutely, yeah. And you're only going to get about a 6.8. Have you seen the poor? Uh, alright. <laughs> if I hadn't poured it as bad, it might have been a 7.5. Alright. But I've got to mark myself down. If I'm going purely on flavour, it's a 7.5. It's a 7.5, people. Ignore Chris for his weak pouring. It's beautiful. But it would be interesting, beer. right? If you bought two more of those beers, right? Pour one really carefully so it's nice and clear. Pour the other one like you oh, just yeah. did. See how the flavour compares. You might, Terribly you might, badly. You might actually have found that pouring it properly like you just did actually makes it taste an awful lot better. It does taste incredibly raspberry. I suspect that's probably what it was. Yeah. There you go. There we go. I think, to be fair, that's the end of it, isn't it? We, we're kind of done. Yeah. Well, I'm out of beer, so... Um, I don't want to crack open another one. It's a school night. Yeah. Fucking do one. Shall we, uh, shall we call this one to a close and... Maybe open up a quick 10, 15 minute after party? Uh, yeah, I could probably go 20 minutes. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, um, thank you for joining me and Owen whilst we talk crap about commercial beers. I realise it's a short one tonight, but this is A, a tester for the changes that we've made to Audacity. It's also the fact that it's a Thursday night and me and Owen spontaneously decided at 20 minutes to 10... That we were going to do a podcast, so, and we wanted to go live on YouTube and give you guys a bit of content. So we've done that. Um, we are going to. Uh, I'm going to post up a link to the. Oh, I don't know the pod. The, the password on this one's a bit bad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what you were thinking. I, well, yeah. I think it was. Well, I, I think it was obvious I'll, what you were thinking about. Yeah. It's fine, um, it's not that bad. Do you know what? I'm just gonna post it. So yeah, I'll just I'm gonna tell the chat. But the, so it's, this it's Apple this Banana is the, Anal Sex. This this is the link for the uh video ninja and the password is Apple Banana Anal Sex. <laughs> I would hate to think about putting an apple up your ass Well, you know, there's some people who do that. Yeah. Okay, so Gentlemen, I'm I am not, about to stop. I'm not judging, stop. Chris. I'm not judging. No, there's, there's, 
that after our conversation <laughs> earlier, do you think I'm judging? <laughs> Let's leave that one alone. Um, thank you very much for joining us on this very short, quick little commercial podcast. Two beers that you really should look at, and more importantly, two breweries that you should really look at as well. Weirdly, both Scottish. Vault City, fantastic beers, and Overtone, according to Owen, outstanding beers. Uh, just remember to pour your Vault City beers properly, which is badly, and get that extra flavour. So, we're done. I'm cutting the YouTube feed right now. If you want to join us the after party, the links are in the chat. And we will catch you on Saturday when we're going to do another podcast. Hopefully with Audacity having worked fully and us being sorted. Thank you for that guppy impression, Owen. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. So, night-night people. Take care and we will see you soon. Bye.